good morning so what we're going to go ahead and discuss today is um, being re- relentless I'm, I'm not sure I said that exactly right but being relentless right so I'm not sure what all you assholes think that means to you but what it means to me is just not stopping, right? And I think the hardest part for me about doing that is um, staying focused on the job at hand and not losing sight of the big picture at the same time. And I know that sounds crazy, right? So forgive me, I haven't had a full cup of coffee yet today. Um, Or actually, I haven't had my full-size cup of coffee. But uh, yesterday night I posted on the Facebook page about um, I was so busy chasing others, you know, helping others with their dreams that I forgot to chase my own. So helping others chase their dreams. Um, And it's kind of funny how it's put... um, you know, it's got Freddy Cougar in there, so, you know, he he comes in your dreams and chases you around, right? Um, and so I thought, wow, that that quote, that, that little saying kind of puts it in a different perspective, right? At least for me it does. And especially, like, uh, getting this podcast started. Um, it's been one hell of a bumpy ride trying to get here just in general just just learning about podcasts just getting over my own insecurities getting over my own fears getting over all of my childhood shit dealing with technology and things like that um and it's hard and I think that's the hardest thing for everybody right because it's easier just to shove it in a box shove it in a corner somewhere and you might see it every motherfucking day you might kick it a few times shove it around it might even start to smell right like there is some shit in that box but I'm not gonna touch it no no because if I touch it if I poke it then there's gonna be shit everywhere and I just don't want to first of all I don't want to step in it Second of all, I don't even want to see it. And even though I can smell it, God forbid if I have to pick it up and deal with it. That's the hardest fucking thing, right? You know, cupcakes, like, that is what is the hardest thing. And I think um, maybe that's what the most successful people have been doing, you know. Maybe not. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, maybe the most successful people do have a shit, you know, a box full of shit and they just put a little duct tape on it, walk on by. Um, but I really don't think that that's what they do. I think what happens is you learn and you adapt and you grow. And I have been doing that. Ooh, excuse me. That was a big yawn. Eventually, I'll learn how to trim these things up and make them a lot nicer for you cupcakes. But I'm trying, and that's the thing. Um, I'm, I'm, uh, God, 
it's not that the stuff that I'm doing is super hard. It's that the stuff that I'm learning exhausts me because not only do I have to learn something new, right? Like I eat that shit up, okay? But dealing with technology shit has always been an area of dealing with my father. And I love my father dearly. I, I really do. And to this day, I still can't figure out why I love him over one parent or the other. And, uh, you know, I've had a hard time with my mother. Those are some interesting stories. I'll, I'll dip into those later. Um, but with my father, you know, he's always loved me in his own way, but then never brave enough to come out and deal with his own shit um, when dealing with me. And my father, when I was younger, is one of those fathers who, um, you know, I just needed to solve X plus 4 equals 12, right? But then we had to go into calculus and and some other shit. And I just want to solve X plus 4 equals 12. Um, but then I have to learn what X is about and what 4 is all about and negatives and, and calculus and different wavelengths and everything's on a different vibration and everything's on a different level and fuck me I'll just shove a few more fucking peas up my fucking nose and then we can be all right so really don't give a fuck about that can I just finish my homework right here um and then you know we always worked on the Commodore 64 and when my cousin Steven would come over it was always great for him because he loved that shit and he he didn't have the same people at home that were interested in it, right? And it's not that I wasn't interested in that stuff, but what my cousin didn't understand is that I had to deal with it all the time and why it was my dad's passion, it wasn't mine. And as much as I tried to get into that, I think that's where mine and my father's connection just did not connect, right? Um, and for whatever reason, I, I just wasn't um, as valued as my sister. And I don't want to say it that way, but that's definitely how it felt to me. And so dealing with th- those feelings, um, you know, it's kind of shitty to realize that you did not feel valued. Um, because quote unquote, you could always take care of yourself. So then, so now we're going to fast forward, right? So now, uh, in my teenage years, I could have taken coding. I could have taken all these other classes, but I did not want to do anything with technology and, um, technology and, and, and it just scared me. Um, again, not because the technology part scared me. When I sit down and do it, I can figure it out lickety-split. I know how to work it. I know how to do it. But it takes me having the motivation and the courage to go and do something that reminds me of working with my father. And it's such a painful memory that it holds me back. And that that's where I think... Um, you know, successful people have us beat. It's not that they don't care, but they've learned how to deal with that. They've learned how to adapt to those feelings or they've learned how to make those feelings something else. They've learned how to take what they have 
and move on with it. Um, and so that's been the, that's been the eye opener for me with this podcast, right? Because now I have to delve into technology. I have to learn this stuff. If I'm going to succeed, nobody else is going to do it for me, right? And don't get me wrong. I have my two lovely ladies, um, you know, my annoyingly self-aware article girl and my see you next Tuesday lady. And, uh, you know, she's even helped me with, you know, we take the mixing it up article and we turn it into an episode of the lost bartender. And that's where all of our lost bartender episodes come from is mixing it up. So, uh, and that being said, that's, so let's go into that. So one we've learned, I've had to deal with technology and that in turn made me deal with the feelings that I have about my father with technology and things like that um, and being filled less valued. So I have to look at my technology and every time I dealt with technology, it made me feel less valued. And the only reason it did that was because I used to share that with my father and because I felt less valued that way um, because of my feelings with him. So I tackled that. And before I learned how to tackle that, I said, how can I get this podcast out there? I know there are other people that think like me. I know there are the other assholes with all this bullshit on their fucking mind. So how do I get this out there? So since I didn't know how to do podcasting yet, and I was trying, I was, I was searching it out, I was reading, I was YouTubing it, I was looking it up. Well, I said, what do I, what do I know how to do? And um, my friend turned me on to a website to where you can do your own um, free, gra- you know, it helps with graphic images and things like that. And so I just started writing my own newsletter my own newsletter about my life um so again I had to face technology and that took me a little while but I got it done that was the easy that was the tiniest little first stepping stone so anytime you're being relentless right you have to have these little stepping stones of success you can't have them be too big so even just having a podcast was a bit too big so I had to take a step back and do something that was familiar with me and even though doing it on the computer wasn't paper and pen it was right up my alley because it was something printable and it was something tangible I could touch it I could feel it I could smell it I could see it I could read it and I didn't have to log into anything I didn't have to do it virtually Um, and that was so exciting for me So all that did was just fuel my fire of getting this done. And, you know, then I got that done. And then see you next Tuesday helped me with getting our videos done of the lost bartender. And that fueled my fire. So all these little stepping stones in place just helped fuel my fire. And so uh, eventually what's happening is I am working through my bullshit. You know, I tend to take a little scoop. I kind of examine it, not encouraging you to play with shit or anything, but I examine it, kind of go through it, wash it out, flush it down the fucking toilet, wash it down the drain, doesn't matter. I wash my hands of it. 
and it's freeing, but it's terrifying. Um, it's one of the hardest things I've ever had to do. And so then with that being said, um, I also have to re-examine how I look at myself or how I feel about myself. And that's one of the hardest things too. Don't get me wrong. I've always loved myself. Always. But I cuss like a motherfucking sailor. I have no apologies for it. I'm very blunt. Sometimes not so very tactful. Um, And I've had to relearn how to do that a little bit. Just in order to get myself across. Get my point across. And that's another reason why I love my little newsletter. I can cuss as much as I want in there. And so I find that when I come to my podcast, I haven't been cussing quite as much because one, I'm not talking with somebody else. Two, I'm not writing it down. Um, And three, I do have a message out there that is more than just swear words. So I appreciate my podcast because I can say whatever the fuck I want. Um, I can sprinkle in my cuss words here or there as I feel like I need to. But at the same time, um, I'm still getting my message across. So what is it, Cupcakes, that scares you? Is it worth you taking your time to look at and say, you know what? I can do something different. Um, You know, sometimes, sometimes it's not. But if it is, um, then sit down and take a look at it. Because uh, I had to change the way that I was thinking about the way I was doing things too, right? So um, I am diabetic. I do have a pump. I do need insurance. And I've been going through a lot of shit this year. So maybe that was a factor of me look being able to look at things and start to relearn my relationships with things, right? I had to relearn my relationship with money. Um, I'm, I'm allowed to have money. Um, just because I save money doesn't make me a greedy, greedy person. Um, just because I balance and budget it doesn't make me, you know, ob- obsessed with it. Um... It makes me smart. So why am I tying in all these negative connotations? Why am I trying to fit into this box? Um, and when I asked myself that, I, was, I said, I'm not. You know, I don't, I don't talk with my father anymore at all. Uh, so why am I still dealing with those feelings as if I'm a scared little child, scared to tell him? I'm not a scared little child anymore. Uh, So no, I don't need to deal with those feelings like that anymore. I'm allowed to be in charge of them. I'm allowed to say what I can and can't do. Um, And so, so that too. The only way I could relate this story another way or these feelings another way is um, so many times somebody wants to go rescue an animal right um they want to go help them or they want to go rescue a child I was one of those kids 
who let's let's go with children because I can I can give that story I mean I could give the rescue animal one but let's do this one thanks for holding in there why I ramble on um you know I was one of those kids that was beaten I was one of those kids that had issues so the biggest helping factor for me growing up weren't those adults who felt sorry for me it was those adults who said no you can do this um it doesn't mean that they didn't feel sorry for me they gave me an opportunity they gave me a chance um sometimes I earned those chances and sometimes they just gave it to me because they said that I needed to have an opportunity to prove what I can do um and especially in my adult life you know that's I don't tell people about that stuff because it's helpful for me for people, you know, after I've known them a while, say, okay, this is kind of a trigger for me. So if it takes me a little bit, I don't make an excuse as to I can't do it. I just need a little bit of time to get used to it and doing it that way. Um, and so that's what I mean in being relentless, right? You, you don't say you can't do it. You just have to adjust the way that you look at it. And maybe you need a little more time. So like with my podcast, I was trying to learn the technology. I was trying to learn how to do a podcast. And, and everybody's like, oh, it's really simple, you know. Um, and it was for them. But it wasn't for me because I still needed time to learn how to deal with my feelings before I could absorb the information and be successful with it. So that's what caused me to take a step back, look and say, how how else can I get this out to people? What else can I do to get this out there? Um, You know, what is it you're struggling with, cupcakes, you know? Are you struggling with if you apply for that better position and make more money? Does that make you, you know, a snobby corporate person? Does that make you the boss who nobody's going to like? I'm going to tell you it doesn't matter. And um, if anything has been consistent in my life, it's that every step I take, every, every stair I go up, I find new people there. Um, I still take some of my people from me, with me from the other place, but we still move up as well. And if they don't move up with me and they stay in that spot, either we remain friends and we can pick up where we left off when we see each other and they cheer me on, or if they've moved up, <coughs> excuse me, or if they've moved up, um, and I apologize for the rooster in the background. And I'm left behind. I don't try to pull them back. I cheer them on. And I tell them congratulations. And I don't make them feel bad for leaving me behind. I mean, God bless the person who can put their shoes on every motherfucking day and walk out into this goddamn world and deal with another day of bullshit 
and still fucking better themselves. What more could you do than applaud that? I, I just, um, I will happily clap for others until it's my turn. And all those that I've clapped for, I know that they will turn around and clap for me. And if somebody says that, you know, they want to make fun of you for whatever you're doing, I had to quit my full-time job to stay at home. And occasionally, I will get somebody that says, you know, well, at least I have a job that I get paid for. Okay, motherfucker. That's cool. Let me poke you in the motherfucking eye. I didn't make that decision lightly. I wanted to take care of my kids. Who else is going to do it except for me? Um, so I take that. I digest it. And it's very hard because it wants to weigh me down, right? Like, I hate being at home. I, I need to be doing stuff. But... What I've learned to do this time around is to do it differently, right? So I've been working out in my little garage. I've been working diligently on learning this podcast stuff. And I've been going with it. And this is where we're at now. Um, Within a matter of, I don't know, it's taken me a year to try to understand all the podcast stuff and I thought there was all this extra stuff I needed to learn but within a month what I've been home a month uh I've actually been able to sit down and learn the podcast stuff I sat down and did a Facebook page I still need to do the Instagram which I need to do that today um yeah and I did all of that Um, and then not only that, you know, I like to work on furniture and things like that. So I've been cleaning out my garage and setting up a workspace for me to do so that I don't have to drive to my friend's house every time that I need to redo some furniture or do something like that. So what I'll do is I'll finish, uh, sanding and prepping everything, getting everything together. And then I will either go get some stain and then finish that out. And I'm going to start, I've learned how to do a business page on Facebook. I mean, all this stuff that for everybody else was so easy, that was so hard for me. And I had to take a step back and just be relentless in my learning. And my, not only relentless in my learning, and that's what I want you cupcakes to walk away from this with. Is that when you're being relentless, maybe it's not the learning part that you're having issues with. Maybe it's the feelings that you're having issues with, right? Because if you start earning more money, does that make you, that makes you richer? Does that make you, are you afraid that you're not going to be able to control yourself and learn how to live within your budget and not spend that extra money that you're making and not save it? Are you afraid that you will spend it? Are you afraid that people will look differently at you? Because I'll tell you this. They're going to look different at you no matter what the fuck you do. People want to put you in their motherfucking box and they want to keep you there because they don't want to grow. If you're growing, it holds them to a different standard. 
And that's when they'll not be in your circle anymore. So keep that in mind. No matter how hard it is, always be relentless about whatever it is you're doing. So if the learning's easy for you, then what's the hard part? That's how you be relentless. Take a step back. Say, why am I not getting this done that I want to get done? What is it that's holding me back? And don't be afraid to shine a light in the dark spots. Don't be afraid to poke that box full of shit. Because you know what? The shit's going to get everywhere eventually. Might as well poke it. Let it get everywhere. Clean it up. And as you're cleaning it up, you're going to work your way through it. And you're going to be relentless. And you're going to get your shit done. So cupcakes, it's not 30 minutes today. It's only going to be roughly about 25 but I hope you have a fabulous day.